Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melanade. I hope everybody had a great week. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am um, in a pretty good mood today. I I figured I'd be a little more exhausted. It's Saturday, the day before you guys are listening to this, and I got up at 6 a.m. <laughs> I, I had grabbed a latte. I went to work overtime and that was from like 7:30 to 2:30 and then I imagine going from downtown LA over to uh practically Inglewood to go get this very specific chicken bowl that my grandma and I like cuz I told her I would go stop by grab that schlep back to her house and then help put the Christmas tree up and then hung out for a little bit and then I got home like I don't know seven o'clock so I uh, laid there like a bump on a log for a couple of hours and I was like okay let me let me record this podcast I want to make sure I get this out to you guys but um, I thought I'd be sleepier and more tired than I am I think I'm just happy to be like in the house and like out of traffic it seemed like everyone was out today um, I'm like where is everybody going I mean, I expect like the malls and stuff to be crowded. I mean, but I guess people got to get there, right? But it seemed like every street was packed and it seems like there's all this construction happening all over LA. So things are blocked off. There's detours. Like it's just, it's just kind of a pain in the ass to get anywhere. But, um, you know, this time of year is my favorite time of year. for a lot of reasons, but one of them being a lot of people are out of town. So between like getting close to Christmas and like even through New Year's traffic is much, much lighter. So I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy that. Um, But today it was just kind of bananas, but um, I'm here, I'm recording. I have a couple of things to talk about today. So I'm excited and let's get right into it. This week I made a discovery about myself. I learned that I am a chai tea latte girly. I I have been a um, vanilla sweet cream cold brew girl for years. And that was like all I would get. I would hardly stray away from the recipe just as it came. That's how I liked it. And I didn't really want to try anything else, but I would see like girls post and like talk about their chai tea lattes with like two pumps of this and like, you know, oat milk instead of regular milk. And like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought chai tea lattes tasted like, but this one girl on TikTok, of course, she posted that she gets it a certain way and it looks super duper good. And I was like, you know what? Let me just, I have some stars on the app let me just go ahead and try this drink and see if I like it it was so bomb and it didn't give me like the jittery shakes like regular you know caffeinated coffee does and it was so good and it has just the right amount of like spice so it's kind of like warm and like 
like tingly and it's like perfect for the holidays but I know you can get this like all year round but what she did was do like half the pumps of the chai and then she did um um the other half with sugar cookie syrup which is like you know just for the holidays but I also heard that it's really good with the um brown sugar syrup which I'll try too because that's going to be what I'll switch over to after the holidays are done but then she also gets it with oat milk instead of regular milk I think I said that but it was so 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 good I added vanilla sweet cream cold foam to the top and I know it just sounds like a, a big sugar bomb or whatever but like whatever every once in a while it is necessary at work and it is just so good and I never thought I'd like something kind of like on the spiced side like I don't like pumpkin spice lattes or well you know I've never really had one so I bet you if I tried it I probably like it now that I know that I like a little 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 spice in my in my cold coffee drinks or tea drinks I might try that now but yeah this is where I'm at it's going to be my entire personality for here to eternity it is so so good it doesn't make me jittery it's not cheaper or anything than what I was getting it's arguably more expensive <laughs> but it is such a pretty looking drink and it tastes delicious and it gives me the right amount of buzz so um you know, do you guys drink chai tea lattes? Have you guys like tried it and hated it? Do you love it? What do y'all get at Starbucks? I'd really be interested to know what your hacks are, what your concoctions are. Um, just tweet me, message me on Instagram at Vacamelonade because I want to know. Now I'm like, it's like a whole new world. Okay. I'm on Starbucks magic carpet. And they're taking me around and they're showing me new things. And I am just so excited. So I want to hear all the different things that you guys get. Please let me know because I want to try every single last one of them. <laughs> so I saw two interesting things on social media this week. So the first thing, there's this Netflix movie that's coming out next year with Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, Jonah Hill, and Lauren London. It's called You People. And it it's giving, guess who's coming to dinner? Um, which has already been done again with Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac. It's giving that vibe. Um, Jonah Hill is playing, I guess, the boyfriend of Lauren London. Her parents are Eddie Murphy and Neil Long. And the teaser trailer, they just show Jonah Hill like at a restaurant with Eddie Murphy and Neil Long, kind of like pleading his case because they're like a little unsure about him. Um, it doesn't give too much away about like why they have reservations, but you can kind of just assume it's because he's white, but there could be other things. I don't know. Um, and they're just kind of like letting him say his piece about, you know, why, why they should be cool with him dating his daughter. So it looks kind of interesting. It doesn't, I'm not like, you know, putting it in my calendar to like watch out for it, to watch it. I'm not going to be having any watch parties or even popping any popcorn for this thing, but it looks kind of interesting. Um, I like all of the actors, you know, individually. I think it could be kind of interesting collectively. And I think there's some other people slated to be in it as well who weren't in the teaser or like at the forefront of this promotion for it. So I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I've, I've watched worse things <laughs> from Netflix. So it just it just seems interesting. Now, this girl on Twitter was uh, retweeting the teaser to the movie and she had like these bullet points of like issues that she had. The first was being that in her opinion, because Lauren London is biracial, 
it doesn't make sense that she would be playing Eddie Murphy and Nia Long's daughter. That was her first point. Her second point was she doesn't understand how it's believable that Lauren London could play Nia Long's daughter. She thinks she's way too old to be her daughter. She thinks Nia Long is way too young to play her mom. Now, (laughs) I'll start with the age thing first because I don't know why this girl doesn't understand that acting is acting. It is playing a part. Um, Number two, black don't crack. So yes, technically, you know, Lauren London is 38. Nia Long is 52. There's no way she could have had her when she was 14 in real life, you know, hopefully, but you know what I mean? So obviously like, yeah, in real life that doesn't play out, but on screen, Nia Long could play her mother because Lauren London has looked the same since we've seen her in that Pharrell music video. And if you told me today, if I didn't know who she was and you told me, yeah, the girl's 25, I wouldn't bat an eye. So like a lot of actors in Hollywood, they play a range of ages and lucky for them, it gives their career longevity. So I think Lauren London can safely play someone who is between 25 and 35 and um, that could play up and, and work. You know, Nia Long, she looks great, but she could play a little older. If you if you told me she was playing a role that was slightly older, I wouldn't bat an eye at that. Eddie Murphy is 61. So he definitely could be Lauren London's uh, father in a movie and in real life. So none of this is unbelievable. None of this is out of the realm of possibilities, you know, to me, in my opinion. And just from what I've seen in Hollywood, all these tween shows that you see, whether in high school, most of those actors are played by people who can vote, who can smoke, who can drink, who can rent a car and have spouses and children. Okay, Stacey Dash, she was damn near 30 years old and already had a child when she was playing 15 to 16 years old in Clueless back in 1995. Okay, um, who else? Uh, the goat, you know, who is pr- pretty sure she's a vampire, uh, Bianca Lawson. She's been playing a teenager since we've been introduced to her. Okay, way back in like Smart Guy, she was playing a teenager. She was on, I wanna say she was on Vampire Diaries um, playing a teenager. She was also on Pretty Little Liars playing a teenager. She was on Save the Last Dance playing a teenager. Like, it, it, you know, it, it, the, certain actors, they just, they're just blessed with that kind of a face and that kind of a range where they can go back in time and just stay in that realm a project after project and nobody bats an eye that's just how it is you know and um you know and it can kind of go the other way like sometimes if an if an actor has a more mature look you know they can maybe go a little bit older but it's all make-believe and I, and I, I shouldn't have even responded to the girl but I had to just let her know like it's it's, it's make-believe and I don't think that these actors playing these roles I don't think it's gonna you know be hard to watch you know, because of how old they are in real life. I don't think any of it is unbelievable. That's the age thing. Her real issue was the fact in her mind that Lauren London being biracial made it unwatchable to see her being Eddie Murphy and Nia Long's child because they are both brown skin and just black, I guess. And I thought that was so stupid because number one, I didn't even know Lauren London was biracial. She looks like just a black on black, light skinned black woman. 
I didn't think anything else of it. That is news to me. From the looks of the comments on the tweet, it seemed like that was news to a lot of people. But in any case, I don't think that that takes away from the plot, from the movie, or it's going to take us out of the headspace of being able to believe this. Two dark-skinned black people can have a light-skinned child. That is not unheard of. And it can even go the, the other way around. Two light-skinned parents can produce a darker-skinned child. It just depends on the lineage and what's going on in that family tree. Okay? And it was just so weird that she would be harping on it because it. I don't believe the role has... Is, is highlighting anything about the character being biracial. I don't think that matters. Now, if it was a role that was supposed to be biracial and it had an integral part of the plot and the story and they got someone who wasn't biracial, maybe that would be an issue, but it just seems like everything is pretty surface. So I don't think that really matters. And in any case, it's like, do, do you also have a problem with Lisa Bonet playing the child of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad, because she absolutely looks mixed as she is and she looks it and people may have like kind of huffed and questioned it or whatever, but it's a solidified classic of a show and it worked. And, you know, they had all, you know, she was very, very fair skinned with, you know, very loosely curled hair. She looked damn near adopted, but it worked and it happens. It, it absolutely happens. So I don't really understand, you know, why this girl and a lot of people in the comments are getting up on their soapbox saying they weren't going to watch it. They're going to boycott it. And, you know, this is ridiculous and they're tired of, you know, people erasing the biracial identities of people. And then they go, you know, some were arguing that, um, Lauren London being biracial she took the role away from you know someone who was darker skinned giving them an opportunity to play the daughter of Eddie Murphy and Neil Long and I'm just like oh my god like there's bigger issues to be had here there are very clear like you know erasures of like darker skinned people that is happening in Hollywood I don't think this is one of those moments. I don't think this is a hill worth dying on. And then I kind of threw it back to the girl like, okay, so is it really just because she's mixed race or, you know, biracial or is it because she's light skin and biracial? Because what if she was biracial, but she had darker skin? Would it matter then? Because she's still biracial. And by your logic, two black parents can't have a biracial child. So if she was dark skin, would it matter that way around? Or does it only ma matter because she's light? It was just, <laughs> I just, at a certain point, I just have to like, you know, let it go because people were going back and forth. It was like, very oddly evenly split in the comments and tweets and uh, I just I just I guess I just personally don't understand it it's make-believe and I don't think looking at Lauren London you would see anything other than a black girl and um I forgive me if that means I'm eras erasing her heritage or whatever I just didn't know now that I do know I still don't see it <laughs> And that's just what it is. But, you know, if you don't want to watch the movie, you don't have to watch the movie. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all black and 
I mean, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to support. So, and I'm sure my mom will be very happy to hear that, <laughs> but I'm going to support it. I'm not going to put up a divider or be like fake upset about something that to me just seems very, very irrelevant, but people are going to do them and it is in their, you know, realm of right to, you know, not want to support something, even if it's fucking stupid. <laughs> The other thing that I saw on social media was the, um, I guess, reprimanding of these nurses that work at uh, Emory University Hospital in Atlanta. Um, They got busted, I guess, for collectively doing a TikTok um, of this trend that's going around. So um, a lot of people in the workforce, a lot of different um, sectors of the workforce, whether that's like the food industry or hospitality or whatever. A lot of people have taken a TikTok to share their icks about the customers and clientele that they interact with. And a lot of it is hilarious. My favorite ones are <laughs> the baristas who work at Starbucks because I feel like, you know, in the food service industry, they deal with like some of the worst of the worst of the public. <laughs> and, um, you know, an ick, if you don't know, is just like something that happens that just like makes your skin crawl, gets under your skin, a huge annoyance, something that's just like, ugh, like, oh, I can't stand it. It's like a, you know, just, just, I don't know. It's just like a really annoying thing that someone does. So um, first time I heard about X was like when you're dating, like the guy you're seeing can be like super fine, funny, smart. And then one day he can give you an ick. An example of that ick would be, let's say you guys are in the car and he's getting out of the car and his pants slip down a little bit and you see the top of his butt crack. That's an ick. <laughs> that is an ick. Or for me, when men pronounce salmon, salmon, that's a huge ick. <laughs> and I guess it's kind of like a pet peeve as well. So that's what the whole trend was about. So most of that trend is people, you know, really airing out their grievances. It's overall and generally relatable and understandable. But these nurses, they then they're specifically labor and delivery nurses. And they were talking about ics as they related to their patients, their laboring patients. And I'll read you like a few of the ics that they were saying on camera about their patients that were about to give birth one girl said my ick is when you come in for your induction talking about can I take a shower and eat so I guess you know they I guess I don't know I've never had a baby but I kind of get the impression that like you're not supposed to shower or eat while you're in labor I heard the eat thing because you're not supposed to eat just in case you need like a c-section suddenly um, but the shower thing, I didn't know, but that was one of her icks. Another goes to say, my ick is when you ask me how much your baby weighs and it's still in your hands. Like, I don't know, girl, I, I haven't weighed your baby yet. <laughs> um, which is kind of funny, but I guess the point of all this is like, you know, you shouldn't be sharing this online. So, um, what was another one? Oh, they said another ick was when the dad comes outside and asks for a paternity test right outside the room door. <laughs> And one girl said, um, and this one, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> justice for this girl, because she says, my ick is, <laughs> 
just her ick was the father going room to room between one baby mama and their other baby mama now i'm sorry justice for her because i can totally understand that it, i would i would be kind of looking at it sideways too like what in the sister wives is this you know i you know but i mean that's their business i guess the, the point is like we all work we all have things that bother us. We have, you know, daily interactions that we come up against that just drive us up the wall and it can be very industry specific. But the thing is, like, I feel like in their field, it absolutely shouldn't be shared, you know? And the point is, is that you're dealing with women who are in like arguably their most vulnerable state there you know a lot of them have never given birth before so their questions are 100% valid even if they've given birth to three babies like any questions they have any concerns they have whatever like your job is to take care of them comfort them and get them through the you know the labor safely you know even if stuff they say is completely dumb like I'm pretty sure that happens I feel like that should not be shared openly and on the clock in your scrubs at your desk. <laughs> you know, one ick was uh, the girl just saying like she was just really, you know, annoyed when they asked for like a, a bunch of blankets over and over again. Like, bitch, your patient is cold. Like, God forbid, it's cold in hospitals. So stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. And you can tell like they were just really satisfied with themselves and you know, they just thought it was so funny and it was going to go so viral and it did go viral, but it completely backfired and they've all been let go. It seems kind of harsh, in my opinion, to go straight to letting them go. I mean, if they've been otherwise, you know, good nurses, you know, if I mean, if nobody's made any formal complaints against them, I mean, they for sure made a bad call and sharing this publicly you know because not every thought needs to be shared and there are just certain industries I think that are a little more sensitive so you know they should have thought about that but I think I don't know I mean I don't know because now I'm thinking about it I'm like well they put it themselves out there they put their face out there they were in their scrubs. They were doing this on the clock. They shared this. I mean, I guess it kind of puts the hospital in a in a in a bad position, a hard position, because it's like, you know, what if patients are like, "Well, I don't want to work with her. I saw her on that video. I don't want to work with that one or that one." It was. It was um, a lot of the girls were on the video, so it's like that's just not a good look for the hospital it's still a business you know and it's just the you know you don't want your patients not feeling cared for or safe you know because of the opinions of these nurses there's a lot of people in the comments of the video recalling their time in the hospital when they were giving birth and they were wondering like oh my god was I like bothering my nurse like I asked for a bunch of ice chips I asked for a bunch of water like was I being annoying and like you don't want people thinking like that like your only job when you go in there is to like keep you know 
keep yourself calm and relax get through the labor bring your baby earthside and you know be well you don't want to have to be worried about if your nurse is talking shit about you on the internet like imagine you were one of those people <laughs> that they were talking about you know and you're like oh my god like I was the one that asked her for all those blankets or you know I'm the one that asked if I could take a shower and you know eat during my labor like I didn't know so I guess I could understand why they let them go I would think maybe they would like suspend them you know because you know you work really hard in nursing school to get where you're at and I think that's like a harsh thing if it's like their first offense at anything if they're otherwise really good at their job they show up you know they're generally kind I think they just got caught up in an internet trend you know they're trying to keep up with the times and like do something funny and trendy and it just they just didn't really think it all through you know it's not like you work at a wendy's you know the wendy's icks are hilarious (laughs) you know again like starbucks or you know even hospitality at a hotel it's a little uh, those are hilarious too but it's a little vague you know you're probably not going to see the same people again at that same hotel and I don't know I think they could just kind of fly under the radar but the labor and delivery one really ruffled a lot of feathers And I wonder how they feel about it now. And it's just so crazy how the internet and, you know, the things that you post can come back and bite you in the ass so hard. You know, a lot of the times it's warranted. All the Karens and the man Karens that get called out for being racist assholes, how quickly they can lose their jobs because of a video. But it's crazy <laughs> when people upload stuff themselves thinking they're going to be funny, thinking it's going to get, you know, go viral and when they end up losing everything because of it, you know, I'm counting down the days until we get video apologies from each and every one of these girls and you know they're black girls they're hispanic girls they're white girls like it's a diverse group of, of nurses, you know, and it's a good chunk of staff to lose you know we need nurses so I don't know what they're doing without them but that's a lot to cover and I think it just it just sucks for everyone involved the patients you know the nurses the the other staff that has to pick up the slack probably and um you know and the people who have to pick up the pieces after you know they've they've highlighted the hospital in a very negative way I never heard of this hospital before. (laughs) And now every time I open up my internet, you know, besides the Brittany Griner thing, that's like the next thing that I see. So be careful what you post out there. You know, I'm trying to be very careful about what I put on this podcast. I don't want anything to bite me in the ass, but I'm not an idiot. So (laughs) I'm gonna keep it real with you guys because I just finished a glass of vodka melonade. I am about to kill some Wingstop. (laughs) and watch Wednesday on Netflix and I'm about to chill it's Saturday night I got the rest of the night and tomorrow to just relax and um, I'm just about to vibe out with my cats so (laughs) I'm gonna end this right here thank you so much for listening I hope everybody has a great week we are getting just that much closer to Christmas I hope you guys are doing some uh, great holiday shopping for your loved ones I hope you guys are getting excited I hope you guys are you know staying safe out there and um yeah I will talk to y'all next time
peace. Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.